Hi, everyone. Welcome to Talk Danger Zone Jobs, the overseas contracting show. I'm William Beaver, editor-in-chief and founder of Danger Zone Jobs. And today we look at the question, how do I format my resume for success with an applicant tracking system? Applicant tracking systems are basically software programs that take the information in your resume and store it in a database that can be searched by human recruiters. And some of these uh, software programs, they'll also grade your resume when comparing it to a specific job's description or a set of qualifications they're looking for and so forth. So what you have to do is tailor your resume and any other accompanying information for the ATS system being used. So just so we're clear here, and I don't have to keep repeating applicant tracking system, we're talking about ATS, Applicant Tracking System. Of the 300 or so companies that I track on Danger Zone jobs, nearly half of them now use some sort of system. And when you think about it, this is actually to your advantage. If you can imagine a company advertising a job and then saying, email us your resume, you know how long it would take them to get through hundreds of resumes that somebody sends in. So to have a more thorough system, something that can be keyword searched or searched for specific information, it's actually to your advantage if you know how to use that and how to structure your resume to be used by that. When I looked at the different companies that use these systems in the context of our overseas contracting fields, I found that there were just basically 11 different systems being used by most of these companies. And the most popular one was a company or a system called Talio. Others were, you may have seen them, Brass Ring, one called ICIMS, and Monster, for example. But Talio had 33 companies out of the groups that I was looking at. And these included companies like Dynacor, KBR, Leone, Northrop Grumman, and Torres, for example. So when you have a, a job that you're going after, you have to assume that if a company is using an ATS system, that your resume is going to be looked at by two different things, a human recruiter and a machine, a software program, and not necessarily in that order. So you have to kind of gear everything for both. You have to keep in mind that the system, the software that they're using, is just a tool to help them filter through a lot of different possible applicants and pick the best ones that a human being can then look at and say, okay, this person does fit our criteria or doesn't, I want to talk to them further and so on. So when you're creating something for the software, you have to keep in mind that eventually a human being will look at it. So it has to be consistent. It wants You have to have something that someone will say, okay, they're not exaggerating, they're not lying here. There was a recent survey that looked at how accurate these systems are, and the results were pretty shocking. They found that even ideal applicants can be screened out by these systems 75% of the time for various reasons like incorrect keywords or improper formatting and so forth. So there's a lot you have to pay attention to here. Sometimes these ATS systems will say, import your information from Facebook or LinkedIn or something like that. And if you're not formatted for that, if you're not prepared for that, it's going to cause all kinds of problems. So I want to give you 10 tips 
about how to format a resume specifically for an ATS system. This does not mean that you're having only one kind of resume. You'll have both. One that's designed to be looked at by humans. This would be something that you would give out if somebody says, hey, do you have a resume? Or maybe you're at a job fair or something like that. And then there's another version of it that's designed specifically for these kind of software programs. So how is a resume formatted for an applicant tracking system different? First of all, a resume that you design for passing out to recruiters, you can have creative formatting. You can have color, you can have images and so forth. But with an applicant tracking system, you optimize your resume in a very straightforward way. Nothing fancy, no graphics, no images, just a straightforward single column within the information written in sections. Number two, you separate these sections with capital letter headings. And it's basically telling the system, hey, here it is. Summary, skills and qualifications, work experience, education. Just very straightforward. You use standard, highly readable fonts such as Arial or Georgia, Tahoma, some of those, and put it in at least 10-point size, if not more. You're trying to prevent any prevent any kind of problem with the machine reading what you've submitted. Some people like to use Word to do this, and they make the mistake of putting information in the footer or the header, such as your name or your address, things like that. Put nothing in those. The machine can't read them. You should also identify your address, your email, your phone number information by putting that word right before it. So you say email, colon, John Doe at hotmail.com, for example. Number six, especially in the work experience section, you should try to keep the company name by itself and then follow it with the date, including a month and a year, a broad range. So you have like January 1998 through February 2006, whatever. But don't put them in front of the company name. Put them afterwards. Sometimes you have to use abbreviations and acronyms, and there's nothing wrong with that. But what you should do for an ATS-optimized resume is also spell it out. So, for example, you might write Special Forces and then follow it with SF in parentheses or anything where an acronym in your industry is important to the qualifications. Use the abbreviation, but spell it out as well. Spell it out first. You have to customize the resume to the job listing you're going after, and this is actually a very good thing because they're telling you in the job listing, here's what we're looking for. You're looking for keywords, specific qualifications and requirements, and other important points that they put in there that they're going to be using to filter out people's applications. So you want to make sure that you go in and identify what they're looking for and show it in your resume as long as you actually have it there. You don't want to stuff your resume with keywords just because you want to come up in their system because, again, eventually a person will look at it and see that you were just stuffing it. So make sure when it's appropriate that it matches your actual background. Number nine. If you've been on any of these company websites, you'll see that it says you can apply for multiple positions. But it's very important that if you're inside a single company, like let's say that you're in KBR and you're applying for jobs, 
you should only use one resume for the jobs that you're applying for because the system will keep it on file and you don't want to mess it up by having different versions with different dates. So one setup for the resume, but then go ahead and apply for multiple job listings when it's appropriate. And number 10, for any applicant tracking system, you have to be careful with what kind of formats they'll accept you uploading. But in general, you should stick with either a doc file or a text file. These would be files that end with .doc or .txt. Most of these applicant tracking systems can't make sense of a PDF file. So it's not to your advantage to put it up there thinking that when the human sees it, he's going to like the formatting. So finally, I want to leave you with a, a tool that you might be able to use to help you kind of see where you stand with these kind of systems. There's a website called jobscan.co. And they have a tool where you can, on one side, cut and paste your resume. And on the other side, you'll be able to cut and paste, say, a specific job listing that you're interested in applying to. And then you hit scan, and what it does is it comes back with a sort of report saying, here's what they're looking for, here's what you have, here's what you're missing. It doesn't tell you how to write your resume, but rather it'll say, you know, they're looking for this qualification and it doesn't show up in your resume, and so on. So take a look at that, jobscan.co. In the next episode, I'm going to take a look at how do you stand out when there are so many people applying for overseas contracting jobs? There's so many people out there, both new and experienced, looking for the same thing. So how do you have a chance? What can you do to stand out in the crowd? Until next time, this is William Beaver, Editor-in-Chief of DangerZoneJobs.com. Have a great day. 